0: Evening prayer starts on page 21. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts.
1: And our mouth shall show forth thy praise.
0: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
1: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
0: Praise ye the Lord.
1: The Lord's name be praised.
0: Psalm 119, uh, beginning with verses 161 and running through the end of the Psalm 176, begins on page 501. Princes have persecuted me without a cause, but my heart standeth in awe of thy word.
1: I am as glad as thy word, as one that findeth great spoils.
0: As for lies I hate and abhor them, but thy law do I love.
1: Seven times a day do I praise thee, because of thy righteous judgments.
0: Great is the peace that they have who love thy law, and they have none occasion of stumbling.
1: Lord, I have looked for Thy saving health, and done after Thy commandments.
0: My soul hath kept Thy testimonies, and loved them exceedingly.
1: I have kept Thy commandments and testimonies, for all my ways are before Thee.
0: Let my complaint come before Thee, O Lord. Give me understanding according to Thy word.
1: Let my supplications come before Thee. Deliver me according to Thy word.
0: My lips shall speak of Thy praise, when Thou hast taught me Thy statutes.
1: Yea, my tongue shall sing of Thy word, for all Thy commandments are righteous.
0: Let Thine hand help me, for I have chosen Thy commandments.
1: I have longed for Thy saving health, O Lord, and in Thy law is my delight.
0: O let my soul live, and it shall praise Thee, and Thy judgments shall help me.
1: I have gone astray like a sheep that is lost. O oh, seek thy servant, for I do not forget thy commandments.
0: Psalm 117 is on page 487. O oh, praise the Lord, all ye nations, praise him, all ye peoples.
1: For his merciful kindness is ever more and more towards us, and the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise the Lord.
0: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
1: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
2: Here begins the thirty-ninth chapter of the Book of Job. Do you know the time when the wild mountain goats bear young? Or can you mark when the deer gives birth? Or can you number the months that they fulfill? Or do you know the time when they bear young? they bow down they bring forth their young they deliver their offspring their young ones are healthy they grow strong with grain they depart and do not return to them who set the wild donkey free who loosed the bonds of the onager whose home i have made the wilderness and the barren land his dwelling he scorns the tumult of the city he does not heed the shouts of the driver the range of the mountains is his pasture and he searches after every green thing Will the wild ox be willing to serve you? Will he bed by your manger? Can you bind the wild ox in the furrow with ropes? Or will he plow the valleys behind you? Will you trust him because his strength is great? Or will you leave your labor to him? Will you trust him to bring home your grain and gather it to your threshing floor? The wings of the ostrich wave proudly, but are her wings and pinions like the kindly storks? For she leaves her eggs on the ground and worms them in the dust. She forgets that a foot may crush them or that a wild beast may break them she treats her young harshly as though they were not hers her labor is in vain without concern because god deprived her of wisdom and did not endow her with understanding when she lifts herself on high she scorns the horse and his rider have you given the horse strength have you clothed his neck with thunder can you frighten him like a locust his majestic snorting strikes terror He paws in the valley and rejoices in his strength. He gallops into the clash of arms. He mocks at fear and is not frightened, nor does he turn back from the sword. The quiver rattles against him, the glittering spear and javelin. He devours the distance with fierceness and rage, nor does he come to a halt because the trumpet has sounded. At the blast of the trumpet, he says, aha. He smells the battle from afar, the thunder of captains and shouting does the hawk fly by your wisdom and spread its wings toward the south does the eagle mount up at your command and make its nest on high on the rock it dwells and resides on the crag of the rock in the stronghold from there it spies out the prey its eyes observe from afar its young ones suck up blood and where the slain are there it is here ends the first lesson
0: the other on page 26 He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, has hoping his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
2: Here begins the 15th verse of the 18th chapter of the Gospel of St. Matthew. assuredly i say to you whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven again i say to you that if you if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask it will be done for them by my father in heaven for where two or three are gathered together in my name i am there in the midst of them then peter came to him and said lord how often shall my brother sin against me and i forgive him up to seven times Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. And when he had begun to settle accounts, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. But as he was not able to pay, his master commanded that he be sold. With his wife and children and all that he had and that payment be made. The servant therefore fell down before him, saying, Master, have patience with me and I will pay you all. Then the master of that servant was moved with compassion released him and forgave him the debt but that servant went out and found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii and he laid hands on him and shook him by the throat saying pay me what you owe so his fellow servant fell down at his feet and begged him saying have patience with me and i will pay you all and he would not but went and threw him into prison till he should pay the debt so my heavenly Father also will do to you if each of you, from his heart, does not forgive his brother his trespasses. Here ends the second lesson.
0: Together, nuke on page 20. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel.
3: and with
1: thy spirit.
0: Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us.
1: And grant us thy salvation. O
0: Lord, save the state.
1: And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee.
0: Do thy ministers with righteousness.
1: And make thy chosen people joyful.
0: O Lord, save thy people.
1: And bless thine inheritance.
0: Give peace in our time, O Lord.
1: For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety.
0: O God, may clean our hearts within us.
1: And take not thy Holy Spirit from us.
0: O God, forasmuch as without thee we are not able to please thee, mercifully grant that thy Holy Spirit may in all things Light in our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, Thursday after Trinity 19. Uh, we had a long, the, the end of the long psalm, uh, the 119th psalm, and the, of course the, the theme of that song is the word of God and how wonderful it is. And then we had Psalm 117, uh, 117, and that's the shortest psalm and also the shortest chapter in the in the whole Bible. So um, Job is just a, is a continuation of God's answer to Job, and I could imagine Job um, as God asked each of these questions, just kind of having his head down. I'm I'm as sure if God was talking to him on his knees or on his face. But I want to concentrate on the Matthew passage tonight. Our um, Colic tells us, or asks God to direct and rule our hearts, and here comes some real direction and ruling in this passage. So I think when you read the passage, just like casually, you might go through it and read it as a, uh, some kind of a group of independent thoughts in a story, but it has one thought running through it, or a theme running through it, and the theme that I that I see in it is living in unity and restoration of unit, to unity. So it starts out, moreover, moreover if your brother sins against you, and first thing that popped out at me was that sins not just angers me or doesn't uh, think the way the same way I do or he's not doing it the way that I that I'm do I would do it so that's that's not a sin that's just maybe a disagreement. However, it is healthy to speak the truth to people you are with. Sometimes we don't speak the truth, we hold resentment and then we we break up and we you know we go our different ways and there's that's not living in unity which is the whole theme of this um passage. Um one thing to remember about speaking truth, Jesus said, first off, that the truth will set you free. But remember that the truth uh, may be different than what we would call your truth. So your truth might be what's true to you, but may not be truth overall. And in that case, St. Paul wrote, speaking the truth in love. So in that, sometimes speaking the truth in love means shutting up or not saying anything, because sometimes it just doesn't need to be said. Uh, There are places and times that you can say things and people you can speak to that you don't have to hurt somebody. And that would be that would be one of our goals is to to keep in unity. So let's go back to the brother who sins against you. And in this case, we're instructed to go first to our brother in private and tell him the fault that is between you. And my thought is this can be done gently, but firmly, but should always be done lovingly. And if your goal isn't to restore your fellow believer, then this passage isn't about you. Or worse than that, you aren't about this passage. So this passage is about restoration and the truth is to bring him back. And then we're told if this doesn't work, to add another believer or two and go to him again. And if that doesn't work, tell it to the church. Um, I can, I can, but I promise you I won't right now talk at least another hour on how we process and develop this, uh, the skill to speak in brotherly love. That, that would be another session, but, um, I would love to do that sometimes because I just really think that's important. So Jesus told his disciples, and many feel it is applied to the church, what he told them. Um, if, it doesn't, if a brother doesn't repent, then the church can bind him until such time as he should be loosed. First uh, and Second Corinthians has a really good example of this. Uh, binding and loosing normally refer to forbidding and permitting. And in the present case, the reference is to convicting and acquitting. So I've I've seen some people take that out of um, context that whatever you bind on earth is bound whatever you loose is loose and and I people hear people praying that they're binding you know the powers of evil and and I think they're using that verse and that's not really what that verse is about what Jesus is doing is passing on his his um, authority not just to the disciples but to the people in the church uh to bind and loose. And so we saw that in 1 Corinthians. The man was living with his father's wife, and, and they were all happy with that and thinking it was a great thing. And Paul said, no, no, this guy's living in sin, and we need to separate him from us, because I I believe they've already gone to him and asked him to stop, and I'm sure that one or two had asked him to stop. Now it's a big thing in the church, so the church has asked him to stop. So he's um become ineligible to be a member of the church. but uh So the church has bound him. And so, when he repents in 2 Corinthians, Paul says, "Hold on, guys. Um, this guy repented, and now we need to have him back in the church. Because the point is to get him to to get him back in and to, to live in unity and in um, holiness and and following the commandments of God. And we do this together. So Jesus transferred that aspect of authority to um, his uh, followers, and and uh, and through them to us. And so, I just want to make." Kind of clear up that thing uh, or that idea that it, about binding and loosing and it's it's not it's not a power to be wielded like a heavy hand or um You know with political intent Always remember the goal is that for grace and reconciliations among the our family of Christ and so um it, Jesus then goes on um well when he tells them, truly, I tell you, whoever you whatever you bind on earth and bound will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. That was the granting of the authority. And then he says something where where two or three are gathered in my name. And so that seems like maybe a separate thought, but that's also about the unity. And the reason it's important, if we think of what it meant to the people of Jewish times, in the Jewish tradition, it took 10 people to do that. And Jesus is saying, just two or three of you is enough. I'll be there. So that was that was uh, granting a greater power to, to us as Christians. And then Peter asked, how many times do I um, forgive somebody? Seven times. And remember, this is all about forgiving and unity. This whole chapter and this whole story he tells is all about us being unified. And so 70, Jesus says to Peter, not seven times, but 70 times seven. And that does not mean 490. It means as many times as it takes to bring us back into unity and brotherly love. So this passage ends, and the theme is capped with a story, and the story is about a man who's receiving grace but does not give grace, and then it's probably one of the scarier verses we'll ever hear, so my heavenly father will also do to you if each, or let's read that again, so my heavenly father also will do to you if each of you from his heart does not forgive his brother or his trespasses. And we pray this, uh, a few times a day in the Lord's Prayer. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And it's a key concept because once again, we are the church and what we look like is what the world sees, um, sees. When they see us, they see Jesus. And so they might judge Jesus incorrectly if if we are stuck in our um, selfishness or our narcissism or whatever it takes where we cannot forgive a brother who wants forgiveness. And again, that's remember, there's, there's a part of that where, um, when you have somebody that's not living correctly in the church and they're asked not to be there until they lived correctly, there has to be a change and, uh, a, a repentance that happens. So just one more little thought from the Psalms. There was a thing about God asked Job. Uh, Job I should have said that when we are talking about Psalms, but He asked, "Did you, did you do?" St-? And they mentioned an animal, the onager. And I thought, well, heck, you know, if we're going to read this, let's figure out what an onager is. But it's um, it's a race of Asian wild um, asses, and they're native to northern Iran. And so I thought I would just tell you that that wasn't some word that was made up. There's actually an animal called an onager. So uh, that's just a few thoughts on today's. and maintain thy true religion and virtue send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations friends and neighbours reward all who have done us good and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil and give them repentance and better minds be merciful to all who are in any trouble especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, who has given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications unto thee, and dost promise that when two or three are gathered together in thy name, that will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, the desires and petitions of thy servants, as may be most expedient for them, Granting us in this world knowledge of thy truth, and in the world to come, life everlasting. Amen. grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Hey, my thanks go out to Barb and Aaliyah for helping out today and being part of this, and all of you for joining me. It was great to be with you. Yeah. Thank you, Dean and Bob.
3: Thank, thank you, Mary. You, thank you, Great day, great night, everybody.